I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, Saturday again, routines and rituals and the in-between and between the lines, plus a very short draw-along. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters Podcast. I'm Amy, and this is episode 411, Between the Lines. It is a Saturday again, and I don't know. Last week's Saturday was so full of potential and possibility. Today... Uh, you know, not so much. I didn't wake with that same feeling, that same optimism and hope. Not sure I should be sitting here. Not sure I should turn a microphone on. And I think we all have days like that. But it is a Saturday and it is my chance to record these short shows, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. These are both working well. My website is down. So even if I record, I can't share it or post it. You can't listen to it. I have wasted several hours this morning contemplating what to draw, contemplating how I want to share things or if I want to share things thinking about a whole lot of other things related to all of that and to our spaces and communities. I did some browsing at Instagram. Same things you probably do. It is August 1st, which means that there is also the completion of Index Card a Day, the Daisy Yellow Challenge. And for many people, that is a really, a really difficult time. It can be sad. It can leave you feeling a little bit lost, aimless, wandering. When a big challenge is over, that is true with all kinds of challenges. It's true with life challenges, work challenges, all kinds of things leave us with that kind of letdown sensation at the end. And in addition to the letdown, it's sometimes also the quandary of, well, what do I do now? Now that it's over, what do I do? You could do exactly what you did yesterday. But I know it feels different. And I go through this too. I go through it with all of my challenges. It can be really tough. It really can. And it hits everybody a little bit differently. People always think they're the only people who feel this way, but I think most of us feel this way, especially when you've really been invested in a challenge. Maybe especially if you've been in a series mentality, you've created a whole bunch of things in a series, and now it's kind of over. It's over because the core scaffolding is now being dismantled. So, or the door is now closed. It can be hard. Today, I don't need to do something on an index card. And that does leave me thinking, well, 
okay, what do I do? How do I now switch my mentality and throw all of that into the sketchbook and into the illustrated journal? That is not as straightforward as it could be, for sure. So seven portraits a day standalone on cards was very different than what is happening in the journal. Can it hold all of that kind of portraiture? Not in the same way. Not really. We did do an illustrated week challenge in the Facebook group, and it was really wonderful to see how everyone approached that, what everyone did. It was a fast week. My own week wasn't quite as I might have thought it might be, and I just felt like the week happened. It just unfolded for the challenge on its own, and it was wonderful to see so many people thinking about their week differently and drawing and lettering portions of their week in a journal, in a sketchbook. It's a wonderful thing to see. There are so many ways to do it. You really see people's voice come out when you do this kind of work. There are tons of inspiration sources for this. Lots of people you can follow on Instagram. There are lots of people who keep illustrated journals or illustrated diaries that I just adore. I am constantly wowed and inspired by many of the streams that I follow. Some of those people are the same people that you follow too. There are lots of ways to do it. And there are always questions I have. I think, well, what are they using for that? What is their process like? How do they think about it? It'd be great to be able to sit down with people who do this kind of work and just do it together. So today, I have spent a good bit of time trying to figure out what I want to do. If I wanted to do this, I knew I wanted to do this, but at the same time, I wasn't sure I should do this. And I finally decided the best thing I could probably do for myself is go ahead and draw. Go ahead and take the 10 minutes and just get some lines on a page. So that's what I'm going to do as a draw along show. I'm still here with these casual shows and I'm still sitting here in the living room where pretty much I am, yes, living 100% of my life. So it may be that this kind of show continues this way through the duration of whatever this is that's going on, whatever this is, whatever pandemic now means for us. Yeah, I think that there are probably a hundred things that I mean to say, but I think the best thing to do today is just to go ahead and draw. And so I'm going to look at my, I picked something in case I decide to, to share That's a really hard one. Do I really want to do this? Maybe. I need to start a new spread in my illustrated journal. So I didn't even do my week the way I set it up for people. I kind of went ahead and did my own thing. But I need to start a new page today. So I definitely 
Usually the two pages is not really enough for my week. I tried to keep it all into two pages this time, but today would be the end of a week and I need to start a new page. And I guess I need to do my self-portrait drawing tonight. So I will be into a new spread. So the weeks kind of meld and morph and overlap and flow into one another <laughs> the same way life does, I guess. So I think I need to switch glasses. I think I will go ahead and start at least inking this. And then I think that I am doing a drawing with friends after this. So I'll continue it then. The image is from Sketchy and the account is Sally Lloyd. And this is a really beautiful photo of a woman standing in my garden or a yard holding a bunch of flowers and leaning in to smell them. So you see her head or face in profile as she's leaning forwards just a little bit. You get more of the body than usual, so it's a little more of a full body pose, which I am envisioning in a more narrow column. I love the way some of these narrow portraits can work in my sketchbook and kind of give anchor to the page. I have been doing that more and more. And of course, it's always a challenge. I could draw the box and her head takes up the whole part. But in this case, part of the head is obscured by hair that has fallen forward. And that will help me back off a little bit. So I have grabbed a pencil and I will stop this and start it so I can adjust the volume separately. Okay, so I am template here on my table that is slick. It blends into the quilt that I have down covering this right now. So I keep running across it and then I forget it's there. All right. So I have a completely blank page. I haven't even drawn a box, but I'm just going to do whatever happens in 10 minutes. So here goes a 10 minute timer. Timer is started. And I have this photo. I need to get my headphone cord out of my way without dropping it into my coffee. Okay. I wonder if you can ever have too big of a table. I definitely find that I need a lot more surface space than I have. I'm trying to prop my phone now. <laughs> oh. Puts me farther away even farther away so I really like it when I can start a page like this with a left-hand side box thinking that might be my prime real estate on a page left-hand side box I have a black dot on this page because at some point on the page before I needed to fill in space. You know, this is not the best place to do this. 
because of the direction she's at, I definitely don't think I can get my book scooted over. All right, I'm going to have to shift the table. We're going to have to just add a minute or two. I need to do her on the right-hand side, even though I like the other side. She's facing in to the, she's facing left. So it would be better to draw her on the right so that she's facing into these, these pages, into this spread. So the dot on my page is because I needed to fill some space, a background. And I don't know what went through my head. I thought, oh yeah, I'll just grab the Copic because that would be the fastest way to do this. And I mean, I know that Copic bleeds through this sketchbook. I don't know what in the world made me do that. As soon as I put the marker to the page, my brain kicked in and said, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, but it was too late, of course. I only got just a dot of Copigan, and that dot is there on the other side. It's definitely too bad that marker doesn't work in this sketchbook, that that kind of marker, that alcohol marker doesn't work. It's a little bit funny, though. I mean, I, I know that when I use any color at all is when people will most likely notice. And yet this week, it's in the strangest way. Sometimes I guess I do things. I worked with color and had mixed feelings. enjoyed it enough to do it several times, but I did have some mixed feelings about the process and the result. But a couple of the photos I shared, I dropped to black and white. And so these very colorful pieces, and even the illustrated journal, which has bits of color with black and white, become really deep black and white photos. And there's such a quietness to them. I can see having an account that's just black and white. And that is so me and yet so at odds somehow with with the way it all works. Like I said, I probably should not, should not be recording. Let's see if I can get her face, her face in here, at least in this bit of time. We had a leak. We'll go with the really quotidian here. We had a leak this week. I don't know how long we've had a leak. I fear that it may have been a while. I had noticed water occasionally and figured people just kept spilling things from the sink because there are realities in my house. But when it got mentioned by somebody else, and I cleaned it up that night and it was... There was still water the next day, a little bit, and over the course of a day, 
it became very clear that something was not right. So we did have a leak. And I don't know how long it had been there. I'm really hoping not long. hair is covering part of the second eye, which I like, but I still have to make sure I get this eye sort of in the right place, the part of the eye, so, and spaced. I grabbed my eraser, but now I don't see it. Here's another one. Plumbers were here for less than 30 minutes. And charged us pretty much more than I make in, well, at least a day. So. It is nice to draw in daylight. I have been noticing that I think my line at night, I feel like, well, it doesn't look the same way the next day as I thought it looked when I was doing it. This is not a stunning sketch. <laughs> But it is nice to draw with a little more light and a little more, I, I use a light at night, but it still does seem to be a real difference and I'm noticing it a lot. Okay, let's see if we can get her, give her a little more space here. So I wonder what you're doing for August and Those of you with kids, I know that summer is winding down, whatever, whatever summer was, wasn't, wasn't much, but is winding down in terms of summer break. And I think most of you who have college kids have kids who are mostly remote for the coming school year. Although your kids may or may not live at home. So it's really the K through 12 system that probably some of you are still grappling with what that will look like. I hope things are working out I hope you're having some clarity. Those of you who are teachers, I sympathize and I hope that, that at least you have some clarity so that you can plan, can figure out what it means and what you do. I 
definitely hope that things go better than they did in the spring. This is a really graceful photo and my drawing does not feel graceful. And this is one I should have done just loose and maybe that's what I'm going to do for a while after after I sort myself out today. That's already our timer. We'll keep talking just for a few minutes because I definitely had some moving around in there and probably some of it will get cut so you can keep drawing for a few more minutes. Of course you can keep drawing once you turn it off. I don't really think that me talking for 10 minutes or 12 or 20 makes a huge difference in what you draw or how long, but still doing my talking and and I appreciate those of you who are using using these shows and or just listening to these shows. really noisy outside it's been very wintry here which is a typical summer a typical summer that we haven't had in the same way that has been heating up for years and Definitely nice and chilly, has been nice and chilly, which I like. I do know that it's not chilly for most of you. It's very hot and, oh, I'm so sorry. I feel like I, could, like I can at least get just this swoop of this back hair you know she may not look exactly like the photo but I am thinking she's gonna work I'm moving moving one of these eyes right now it's a little more downcast mine wasn't looking quite as downcast as it should doesn't look super downcast, but that could just be something that will change with the inking. The sketch is not really going to convey a lot of shadow, light and shadow. Just made her nose a little bigger too. This eraser is kind of big for this. I need to get out a smaller. I used to always use the little click eraser and I found one the other day and had it out. I should be using that. Now the thing is where I positioned her, she's got a great ponytail and it is going to be lost because it's definitely, let's see, you can take that box as 
close to the edge as I can to still leave a little bit of margin, a little bit of gutter. Oh, and I did call the show Between the Lines. It's funny. I was thinking about the feeling, the reading between the lines. It sometimes happens. Sometimes we let our inner voice and our paranoia and our fear and our doubt and all of that get to us. And we interpret things. We read between the lines. Not necessarily clear correctly, but sometimes we do. Hearts versus likes, posting here versus there, what you say in one place versus another, ignoring comments, all kinds of things in our social spaces that can do a number on us if we let it. And so it's easy to read between the lines. It's not necessarily effective, but it's easy to get tripped up doing that and it's probably good to remember positive intent to remember to just step back and realize oh I don't know well we are way past the 10 minutes and I've got a full head here and a ponytail, which would really like to just go all the way off the page, but I have enough of it that you can tell. I have to figure out, make sure I get my line. I'm going to let her just break the line just with her hair and keep my line here for the shoulder edge. But now I can focus on the flowers and my next thing, I'm going to put it in here that they go to the top of the eye. The big flower goes from the top of the eye to the lips. And then there's another, another flower that goes all the way from there into the chest area in terms of vertical placement. Just going to map in a few lines here. And there's one that goes from there to there. And then there's a really cool closed tulip over here. And then there's an indistinct one that's taking up all of this space here. And then there's a hand. So let's just say her hand looks like it's right there. I need to do more of this. This kind of just line mapping. Even with what I just did, I put in where these flowers fall. Oh, that hand would really start there. That hand would start below that flower. So it would be down here. This is a really important thing and can really be helpful. I don't do it a lot and I should. And then there's a huge flower that's laying over here and it would be in the crook of her arm. So if you get all this right, then all your pieces match up, right? And that would be where the elbow is. And there's this big flower right in here. Lovely photo. Some greenery here, little flowers here into her chest. Yeah, I think I think my flowers are going to look a lot larger than they should be, but you know, I think this will work. So, let's let's end this up, wrap this up.
time is it? 9.20. I am the art. The art is me. So, I feel better. Thank you. Thank you, because I feel better. Sitting here and being able to draw and being able to just talk it out, talk about things that don't really matter, I feel better. I think that's important. I hope you are able to do that too. Sometimes when you just sit and draw and you just have your head milling about, right? Conversations happening in your head. That may or may not give you quite the same sense of calm. I'm looking over at the very simple fireplace mantle and that part of this room looks like a storage zone. Most of this room looks like a quarantine storage zone. I feel like we're living in an above ground bunker. I'm looking over there and there are these pegs which were put there this year to hold something in December. And I don't usually sit in this space when I'm doing this and I'm looking over and one of them is completely bent. And now I have to wonder, has it been bent all these months? Or did something pull on it and it is breaking, which wouldn't really make sense. Nobody is over there. Nobody would grab a peg. Very strange. It's so bent. So bent. One of these things is not like the other. I feel that way a lot. One of these things is not like the other. So I will end this. I have higher hopes for my weekend shows. I have higher hopes that I have more pizzazz and more pep. I'm not a pizzazzy person. But today feels pretty low energy in terms of a show. And I guess I should apologize. But, you know, it's also real life. Real life, real Saturday, real foggy morning, which I like. Real quiet. First of a month. And I'm talking even though I have no way to share this show. Okay, I'm Amy, and you can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are available on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidlis. You can find me at Instagram as oamyoamy. Thank you to those of you who support the CMP at Patreon, patreon.com slash creativity matters there are some special shows there and that will continue until next time remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you and don't forget to breathe have a good week everyone